Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. So this week, uh, as we sort of move into the holiday season now, from kind of now through December, tends to be, you know, we're, we're inundated with family holidays and times to celebrate. I thought it would be a good opportunity to, to, to discuss with Declan here and you at home, how how do we learn to receive? Because most of us, uh, I'll, or I'll speak for myself, we get kind of tired of uh, giving all the time and we feel like we're just giving, you know, we have to think of the right gift, we have to have gratitude, we have to give to all, you know, make nice meals for our family. And, you know, sometimes the joy of giving just disappears and we end up not having much joy at all. And, you know, we start complaining about, oh, I'm such a giving person and nobody ever thinks about me. And so uh, ask yourself a couple of questions just to see if we're, if you can resonate with where I'm coming from. So do you ever complain about giving? Do you ever complain about giving too much? Like you've done everything and, and nobody seems to be reciprocating? Or are you wanting to receive more and you just don't know, you know, you don't trust that it will come to you? So these are the two questions that uh, we're going to kind of reflect on today and, and discuss, you know, how can we actually, uh, you know, learn to, to receive. So Declan's here with me today and uh, I think he's got some, we, we already began discussing before we even started recording and I think we've got some different versions of this. So in your experience, is it pretty easy to receive? How do you feel about giving? In my experience, no, it's actually not easy to receive because oftentimes, when I, even when I feel like I am just receiving, I'm always thinking about, oh, like, what can I do to reciprocate, you know, in order for, for me to, you know, e equal it out or whatever, so as, as it's some sort of, like, equation that needs to be balanced or something like this. Mm -hmm, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. So whenever you're receiving a gift, <clears throat> instead of just having gratitude for that you're already thinking about oh god what do I have to give back to this person yeah yeah and often too many times in the neighborhood and with you know just tasks around the house or the yard or whatever you, you, you often need help from the neighbors or friends and you call them in for help or they offer and um, oftentimes it's it's not it's loaded somehow it's like well yes you gonna help me and then I'll help you later which seems to be like an organic way for things to happen but it's not strictly just um, surrendering and receiving it's mm. not that I suppose yeah we were talking about you know whether there are strings attached to your giving I guess so you know if we talked on an uh, you know on an ideal level, if someone was truly able to give with an open heart, and, and this is what I think most of us are trying to do, is actually give completely without any strings attached and just, you know, offer something from our heart to somebody else. 
but what you're saying is it often feels like there's something else underneath yeah it just doesn't feel like it's like it's complete or an isolated event it feels like it's a continuous thing that, that or, or it has a next chapter mm -hmm. or another page or like okay yeah today you know we're, we're gonna rake up the leaves in the yard and I need help from you know two people to and, and make it go quick so they come in and they help and I'm like oh well you know how can I help you later so my question would be something to consider, um, you know, and if you're at home, you know, what are your thoughts on this? You can always comment on the podcast, send that in. We'd be happy to hear your comments. But like, do you feel like you're actually receiving fully if you're already thinking, oh, what do I have to give back in a way? It's almost to me like a blocking of, you know, receiving the, the goodwill of your neighbors if they come over to help you by assuming that you're going to have to give back, you're kind of not fully receiving what they're offering. Do you think that comes into it? Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, like what I mentioned earlier, is like, yeah, it's like, it feels like it's not an, an event on its own. It feels like there's another thing that's later. Yeah, so I think what I've found in my own, you know, in my own self-awareness kind of musings is that for me it's inherently pretty vulnerable to receive so you know if somebody offers to come over and help rake leaves or, or cook dinner or bring me groceries when i was ill one time that definitely happened for me just to, to openly receive that without already planning what i need to do back or just just having gratitude that somebody did something for me it's quite vulnerable because you know you kind of have to open your heart and and realize that someone cares about you enough to do that and um, so the vulnerability was there. And if I, if I was feeling afraid to be vulnerable, that's when I would go immediately to, oh, okay, I'm going to come over and help you do this tomorrow or whatever. Um, because I was too afraid of really opening my heart and just receiving. Mm -hmm. I think it's partly also, you know, or a big part of it, I feel, is the cultural conditioning, you know, is, is like, yeah, you're supposed to help people, you know, supposed to help people, or, or you know, if somebody helps you, you help them later, this, this kind of um, uh, dynamic going on, you know? So you'd have to beg the question, is, yes, if it's cultural conditioning and it's a lot of shoulds going on in your head, is that really giving or receiving at all? Or are we just following a script then of what we should or should not be doing, which, you know, I think is is probably where a lot of us do get trapped. But that's what I think would be interesting for us to, to, to think about is like, is that actually giving? If you're just because you think you should, you know, the good Samaritans kind of how we talk about it these days, you know, you're supposed to help the old lady across the street. You're supposed to go to your neighbor and check on them. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. How many of us are doing those things out of a, a real intention to give? And how many of us are doing that, like you said, for you know, how that looks to the rest of the community or whether we have a guilt trip going on from our society? I think, little, <clears throat> I think a little uh, triumph, if you could call it that, that I've experienced, that I've had, where I have given, um, it was only a few seconds, like, uh, and it's happened several times, many times, getting on a plane and somebody in front of me 
uh, is unable or too short or whatever to reach the top bin with their with their suitcase and I'm like oh can I help with that may I help with that usually ask and then I'll I'll shove it up there and I'm not um, expecting anything in return um, I guess now that I think of it maybe I am maybe I'm just trying to get the line moving along so <laughs> so even that even that when, when I'm not actually expecting anything in return but it is serving a purpose as, as you know it happens twice as quick if I'm able to lift it up there in a few seconds or, or these, this person's going to take a minute to do it which seems like a long time when you're getting on a plane and there's 20 people behind you so but I do feel like in that instance that's it, happened to me many times that I have been able to give 100% without expecting anything in return so I just I relish uh, revel in those little triumphs and I try and bring that energy to my other tasks when I'm giving mm-hmm yeah I mean I think um, <clears throat> there's maybe not ever a time where we're a, you know 100% altruistic you know but I think there's you know we can get 99% or whatever is pretty good but the giving is is only one half of it and if we were if we like I asked these questions at the beginning if we're having these issues about feeling like we're giving too much that you know we don't receive enough um, you know I've talked to many people and they they do feel like that there's something about you have to stop giving to receive like if you're so busy running around doing nice things for everyone else you know you're not actually able to take in anything that you know give people any space to, to give back to you mm. and I've also had the experience of being of working on somebody on the table in a massage type setting uh, bodywork type setting and this person has come to receive, but they cannot relax. They're unable to actually fully receive. So, so it's not uh, for, for for some people. It's not easy. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a uh, a skill that some of us need to learn. I mean, it's it's natural for some people, and we're we're all unique, of course. So it may be something that needs to be cultivated. You know. Yeah, well, I think what you know when we think about it, you know, receiving it, it is vulnerable. You've got to open your heart or your, you know, your door and take in the package or your heart and take in the love, and um, that can feel super vulnerable. And um, you know, this could be a pattern that's been set up from a young age that, you know, when you opened your heart, you didn't get, you didn't receive anything nice, you know, so you just shut down. We create these layers of protection against uh you know um receiving anything because we don't want to be hurt i think a lot of people find that so you know i think that it, that that kind of spills out into our everyday life then and and we end up becoming over givers because that's not as vulnerable we can give to everyone else and get a little bit of that good feeling but then we can easily become over givers and feeling like nobody ever gives back but what it requires is facing our fear of being vulnerable and opening up to someone else because when we open up to receive a gift we may not be know fully what that gift is we have to trust that that person has is coming with a loving intention and is you know offering us something nice yeah so if if we want to receive you know fully authentically i th i i believe that uh like a somatic practice can actually help that. So possibly a yoga, partner yoga 
routine can really help because there has to be, you know, a give and take there. And and when you're when you're receiving, as it were, in this in this yoga practice, if you're not actually fully receiving, the the yoga stretch or whatever you're doing is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Work and also this partner. In my experience of Tai Chi, it is like this partner toy show, this push hands practice really helps a lot because it's not fully grasped if you don't actually re- surrender completely and actually receive. So you, you're talking about an embodied practice of giving and receiving that gives you the experience of what that feels like in a, in a setting where you know what the expectations are. I'm going to push here, you're going to let me, you know, re- like kind of retreat on that side and you kind of can practice this giving and receiving in a in a setting that's that's uh you know already set up yes it has parameters it, it, there's a container this is what it looks like blah, 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 like this so then you can uh, hopefully in time recognize that feeling of what it feels like to actually receive so you can because if once it's if it's done correctly that does happen in the body there's a feeling that happens so now you can hopefully learn to recognize that feeling and then bring that slowly into other aspects of your life yeah i would agree and i mean i think that's what we're we're talking about on all of these podcasts is really coming back to this connection with our body and what the feeling is and a way to practice these types of feelings that can be super scary if you just jump into you know how do i receive you know um i don't know a new car from my my parents you know, without feeling some kind of, you know, oh God, what's attached to this? What do I need to do back? Am I meant to, you know, do I have to look after them when they're sick for the next 20 years or whatever? (laughs) Does that come into it? And, but to practice with small, you know, with small set up practices such as Tai Chi or yoga, like you were suggesting, or, you know, any kind of somatic practice with a, uh, with a partner to work with where you can kind of you can say, yeah, I would like to receive this type of touch and then I would like to offer you this type of touch. And, you know, this is a lot of our relationship coaching. This is a lot of our practice in, um, you know, with our somatic work. And I think you're right, taking in like smaller, you know, uh, scenarios where you know what the expectations are gives you an opportunity to try it out and before you get out into the world. So, you know, again, I would offer all of you the idea of, you know, last last time we talked about the idea of breath, taking in a breath and, and letting out the breath. This can be a very nice way of giving and receiving um, just with your own self and the air around you. And I know we practiced, you know, taking in stuff from the outside world and then giving back. This in itself is an inherent practice that we all do every day. Um, so we talked about that last week. And, you know, being giving and receiving in a partner body practice. So, you know, there's lots of ideas here for you to start working on this idea of giving and receiving. And hopefully uh, coming up to the holiday season, you can find a way to create space in your life to actually receive and allow some things to come into your life so that you don't end up feeling like you're the giver all the time. So uh, just to, to kind of finish up, um, Declan and I often practice these types of partner things together to work on our own relationship. And 
you know, the giving and receiving is a big part of that to balance things out so that, you know, you don't end up feeling like one person's done all the dishes and the cooking and the work and whatever, and the other person hasn't done anything. Just coming together to find a way to breathe together, find a way to practice um, feeling together. Maybe you just sit back to back and just breathe together can be a really nice way of balancing that out. Have you found uh, anything in particular that you like in your daily practice? Well, it always comes back to starts with and ends with the breath work. The breath work is so important. Mm -hmm. Just observe the breath and many things will appear. <laughs> so that's our gift to all of you for the, for the next, uh, for this time is that to, you know, focus on your breath focus on your uh, your giving and receiving and just take note of do are you blocking letting anything into your life by fear and is there a way to gradually take in you know if it's a breath if it's a smile from someone on the street can you actually take that in so uh, we will catch you all on the next podcast so goodbye from Ailsa and goodbye from Declan Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.